Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I bring you today's word for November 13, 2018. I'm teaching a series entitled Standing on the Word from God. This is part 51 of the overall series, part 23 of the life of David. I'm calling this how we are supposed to live. As believers, there's a certain way we're supposed to live, and when we get a revelation of it, the more we walk with God, the more we learn, right? I mean, none of us are born learning. The more we walk with God, the more we learn how we're supposed to live. Before I get into this message, let me just say, that yesterday was Veterans Day. I didn't share the message uh, because of, you know, the holiday. And I got a bunch of um, just, you know, emails and text messages and Facebook messages from people saying, hey, I'm missing today's word. Uh, where is it? And I didn't do it because of the holiday and they were asking for it. And, and you know, that really blessed me. It, it, you know, it's just a reminder that people really enjoy this, this podcast. They enjoy the word of God. I've been doing this for 21 years. And the word of God is making a difference in their lives. God calls us to do things that, it, that really does leave an impact in this world. So if you are missing, people are supposed to miss you because there's something on you that's supposed to be making a difference within your sphere of influence. So in our last message, going back to the word, in our last message, I didn't necessarily focus on any particular passage like 1 Samuel 16 or 1 Samuel 17. What I did was I gave you kind of a recap of David's story, the life of his story to this point, right? Uh, so far, what we've learned from the time he was called until the time he killed the giant, Goliath. And uh, today I want to do the same thing. I, I want to kind of provide a recap, but really looking at it uh, th from the perspective of four lenses. I want to I look at purpose, vision, faith, and grace today. As I've been teaching, preaching the gospel for 22 years, um, these are four themes that, that come through my teaching quite a bit. Purpose, discovering your purpose, vision, receiving vision from God, faith, you got to live by faith, and then grace, the grace of God, because we could do nothing without God. So what I want to do is I want to talk about uh, those four things. I want to talk about purpose and vision and faith and grace through the story of David and then apply it to our lives under the theme, this is how we're supposed to live. You ready? All right, so let's do that. So what does this mean to you today? I, I'm actually just going to go through those four themes. And as I go through these four, I believe they're going to be a blessing to you. Open up your heart now to receive what God is saying. Let's start with purpose. So before the foundations of the world, the Lord established David's purpose. The Lord actually ordained him to be the, the king of Israel before he was born. If you look at uh, Jeremiah 1 and 5, Jeremiah was ordained to be a prophet before he was born. David was ordained to be a king before he was born. You and I were ordained. The Lord had an ordination service before we were born in heaven, and God then sent us to this planet to walk out our divine assignment. See, normally, being a king, for you to be a king, you would have to be born a prince, right? Obviously, you, you, know, it's, you would have to come from the bloodline. But David didn't come from that bloodline. David was the eighth son of Jesse, and Jesse was a commoner. He was raised, David was, as a shepherd boy. He was a common boy from a common family, um, and, and he was definitely not in line to be king at all. So that's somewhat of a strange start for someone who's destined to be the next king of Israel. But the Bible teaches us that God routinely uses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. God loves to elevate and to promote the unexpected so he can get the glory from their life and living. From the perspective 
uh, of, of purpose, I'm sure David knew like all his life while he was out there tending sheep that he was different, right? You know, I mean, you know that you're doing something, but there's something bigger on the inside. You know what I'm saying? So, so David knew that he wasn't like the other shepherds. David knew that when, when he killed the lion with his bare hands, when he killed a bear, with his bare hands, he knew that there was something different about him. And he was developing his relationship with God while he was out there in the fields. He was developing his relationship and his reliance on the good shepherd while he was serving as a shepherd for his father's sheep. So here's the application. I'm going to give you some application for each one of these. Here's the application for purpose for you on this morning. Your purpose was established before you were born. Your goal must be to find it, to follow it, to finish it before you die. Purpose cannot be decided. You can't decide your purpose because God decided before you were born. Purpose, therefore, must be discovered. Now, once you discover it, your life, oh man, once you discover your purpose, you live your life with a a level of clarity that your life lacked before your discovery. See, things would then begin to make sense. When David was called to be king, oh man, now some of those things made sense. Why all his life he was good at this or that? Why all his life he was dreaming of this or that? See, when you get your purpose, when you get a revelation of your purpose, things will begin to make sense. You will understand why all your life you've had certain tendencies. Uh, It's almost like you were pre-wired for certain things. And you know why? Because you were. You were predisposed for certain things because you're not a mistake. You were born when you were born. You were born where you were born because of why you were born. God sent you to this planet for such a time as this, and he prepared you for your purpose. So yes, you are predisposed, you are pre-wired for certain things, and those things are related to your divine assignment. Now let's go to vision. Vision. Once your purpose is known, right, once you discover your purpose, now that discovery opens the door to vision. David saw himself killing the giant. David saw himself cutting the giant's head off well before he actually did it. You know why? Because God gave him vision. God gave him insight. God gave him wisdom, revelation, knowledge, understanding. Through divine vision, you'll be able to see yourself doing what God called you to do well before you do it. Now, while the father gave David the vision to kill Goliath, at this point in David's life, he didn't necessarily have the vision to be king yet. And and there are two reasons why. Now, he was anointed to be the king but he didn't have the vision of him operating as a king yet because that wouldn't happen for 13 years. So there's two reasons. Number one, it wasn't the proper time. And number two, David wasn't ready. (laughs) So here's the application. What's the application for vision? Here it is. Divine vision is both incremental and progressive. It is incremental because, you know, God gives you vision in increments. So here's the span of your life. He's not going to give you the vision for the whole thing. You're not ready for the whole thing. Uh, and matter of fact, you don't need the whole thing. Matter of fact, if God, there are some things that if God revealed it to you now, you would run away from it. (laughs) And so what God will do is just give you a little bit. He will give you a glimpse. It is incremental and it is progressive. God will give you a glimpse. He will give you an increment of vision that is enough vision to maximize the current season that you're in. He may you may give you glimpses of what's far down the road, but he's not going to give you clarity and vision for that now because you don't need it now. You're not you're not going to walk that out now. So he gives you the clear vision for what you need to maximize the current season that you're in and so that you can maximize this particular season and once you maximize this season, 
you're ready for the next, right? And this is how we walk and live by faith. Now, that's why vision is incremental, but vision is also progressive, meaning that that early in your walk with God, he was only able to give you small tidbits, right? And now maybe he's able to give you larger chunks. Why? Because the more you walk with God, the more vision you can handle. Like I said, there was a time where if God revealed something to you about your future, you would run away from it because you would see it as too big. So the more you walk with God, the more you develop in him, the more you die to self, the more you yield to the Holy Spirit, the more vision God is able to trust you with. So it is incremental. He's only going to give it to you for this particular season. It is progressive, meaning the more you walk with God, the more he'll be able to give you. Today, you should be able to handle more vision than you could 10 years ago. And that's how it is when we walk with God, right? Third point, faith. Once David had divine vision, once he was able to see himself killing the giant, it took faith to actually go do it, right? David needed the faith to actually go stand before the king and ask for the assignment. David needed the faith to refuse the king's armor, right? When, when the king said, hey, take my armor, Honestly, most of us would have said, okay, but no, he had to have faith to turn down the armor. He had to have faith to walk down into the valley of Elah with nothing but a slingshot and a stone and a stick. You, you, are you crazy? This is a teenage shepherd boy. He doesn't have any armor on. This man is over nine foot tall. He's, he's covered from head to toe. And David is walking down there with a slingshot and a stone and a stick. And he's ready to fight. You know why? Because he had vision, but he also had the faith to do it. David operated in faith in order to access the grace of God that was already on him to experience the victory. So what's the application of faith? Well, here it is. Faith is about you agreeing with heaven. Faith is about you agreeing with the plans and the purposes that God established before the world began. Faith is about you uh, uh, opening your heart to this divine vision and then having the audacity to make an alignment with your divine assignment. See, most of the time, the, what the Lord is leading you to do um, is going to have to have faith. You know why? Because it, it, will, it will go against conventional wisdom. It will go against reason. It will go against logic. It will go against common sense. Most of the time, what God is leading you to do, you won't have any sense realm evidence to support what you're, what you're doing. You won't have any sense realm. Matter of fact, you will have a bunch of sense realm evidence that will fly in the face of what God is telling you to do. And you still have to do it anyway. By faith, you must have the audacity to see the invisible and attempt the impossible. That's what David did. And that's how we're called to live. Will you have the same type of faith? And then lastly, number four, grace. To be clear, David did not kill Goliath on his own. God's grace was on him to do it. It took the grace of God to, to put David in position, to even be in position to fight the giant. And then it took the grace of God for him to do it. David was in the field. Think about it. Minding his own business one day when one of his brothers came and got him out of the field and said, hey, there's this prophet in the house and he's about to anoint somebody to be the next king of Israel. That was the grace of God. It took one another time. Well, uh, after that, he went back out to the field. Somebody came and said, hey, uh, uh, there's this man, this messenger from the palace. And King Saul is asking you 
for you by name. That's the grace of God. It took the grace of God for him to stand before the king and says, I want to represent the whole nation of Israel today. I know that this is a winner take all proposition. And so whoever goes down in that valley is representing the whole nation. I want you to put the whole the nation of Israel on my shoulders, put the weight of the nation on my shoulders. And he's 17 years old and he's not wearing any armor. That was the grace of God. It took the grace of God for him to go down in there and take a slingshot and a stone and kill a giant. What am I saying? From the beginning to the end, David was a grace case. So what does this mean to you today as I close? Knowing your purpose is essential. Receiving the vision to walk it out, that's awesome. Having the faith to attempt it is required, but without the grace of God, you cannot do it. Faith is your part, but grace is God's part. With God, you... you you simply cannot do, I mean, I'm sorry, without God, you simply cannot do what he's calling you to do. Without God, we cannot. But without us, God will not. So what God does is he's looking to manifest his glory in the earth through a man. He's looking through a woman, through a human. He's looking for humans who will have the audacity to believe him, to open up their heart, to see the invisible and attempt the impossible. The question this morning, is that you? I believe it's me. I pray that it's you. And so as we together open up our heart to God, we will go out there and attempt to do whatever God is leading us to do. Even when it flies in the face of sense realm evidence, even when it doesn't make sense, we believe God and we are called to walk and live by faith. In summary, your purpose was established before the world began. The Lord reveals your purpose to you and then he gives you progressive and incremental vision in order to pursue it. You then must have the faith to do or attempt what God is leading you to do, knowing that the grace of God is on you to do it. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart. Say this. Say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. You established my purpose before I was born, and I expect to complete my divine assignment before I die. Now, knowing my purpose gives birth to vision. You incrementally and progressively give me the vision that I need to become who I was born to be. This vision is foresight, (laughs) birth from insight with the benefit of hindsight. I do not loosely stumble my way through life. I'm able to see what you want me to do in each season. And therefore, I maximize my season as I prepare for the next. I step out in faith. Even when it flies in the face of reason, logic, and common sense. I don't live by what I see with these eyes. I live by what I see in the spirit. I live by faith with the clarity of vision, pursuing my purpose, knowing that your grace is on me to succeed. I am who I am by your amazing grace. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. I covered a lot today. So this may be one of those messages that you need to listen to again. Listen, do it again while you're driving to work. Listen, step into this day. Open up your heart to live an amazing life. It is the life of faith and it's the way we're called to live. And do me a favor. Please share this message with someone that you know before you leave the screen. Share this on your social media. We are the just and the just live by faith. God bless you.